So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that's often accused of being too far left in its pit box. Oh, oh Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, we made the so joke. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast penalised for inappropriate touching. That's why I got sent to Berlin. Just wait. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that stares moodily when we only come second in the charts. <laughs> have we ever been second? <laughs> yeah, but if we did, we'd just stare I'm moodily. Well, it depends second. which charts. The charts are a podcast called F4 F1's Sake. We're still second because of fucking whisper. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that is on the podium, isn't on the podium, no is. I think we've established that we are not on any podium. I mean, we're podium. on the podium in the same way that Alonso is on the podium in his McLaren Honda days, where they used to run onto the podium at the end like a little jape. In fact, we have yeah. done that at a kart track. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves. I am Chica Rares, and I don't trust any of you. Tonight, from the Information Superhighway, we are going to be talking about the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, where human rights take second fiddle to some predictable, if mildly interesting, racing. We're going to talk about the race and who's fastest, as well as the more juicy stuff, like when it is all going to kick off at Red Bull. And then we're going to get hung up on something else that we hadn't planned, because that's just how we roll. That is all to come. Joining me is a man who has a cap in his hand. It is Phil Tromans. Hello, yes, I have a cap in my hand. I'm waving it around to all passers-by because they say all the best things come in threes. Well, I've been made redundant three times now. Latest Shit. this week. So, uh, I'm sorry, Yeah, Phil. back to freelancing. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it's your fault, but, oh. you know, investigations are ongoing. So uh, if anybody out there has too much money and wants words written or things said or production edited uh How about the line? saudis at phil troyman's mm-hmm. they might at this point i'll take any <laughs> dirty money would you launder money yeah i think so i've got a washing machine got quite an expensive one Maybe expensive. <laughs> sorry this is probably the worst <laughs> time to ask you the question that we always ask about how much did you pay for things how much is your washing machine i think it was about a grand what would well. you get for a grand in a washing because bear in mind i bought a washing machine for about 200 euros now admittedly i live alone and i don't do much washing <laughs> But what do you get for a grand? Well, it's okay. a washer dryer, and we've had it ten years, and it's never gone Great. wrong. So you bought it for a grand ten years ago. Do they depreciate or appreciate? <laughs> Could be worth ten grand now, Phil. I'll tell you in a few weeks if I don't get any money, and then we have to sell it. Well, if anyone wants to give Phil money, then write to wrong ff1s dot com or buy his washing machine. And alongside him is a man who went on holiday by mistake. It is Terry Saunders. So, this is a bit of a bougie thing, but um, I have friends in Berlin that own a farm, and they are away in India, obviously, and they needed someone to look after the farm for a couple of days because the person that was looking after it had to go away, and I'm like, I'll go and look after a farm. How hard can that be? (laughs) 
Oh my god! And this so is I a go to this place, which is bread. Did it have animals on the farm? Just chickens and a cat. Right. And it should take like an hour to get there, but the trains will fly, so it took me three hours. And I'm getting these messages, kind of going, "What time are you get into the farm?" And I'd like, I've been really, really late that day, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going there later on." And they're like, "You are going to get there before dark to put the chickens in," and I was like, "Oh fuck, I've got to do some work, haven't I?" <laughs> so I get there, and they were just like, ch- "They let the chickens roam around the village, so I've got to kind of start calling for chickens in German hunting. Come for, for your Dein Essen." And my friends texted me, going, "Oh, I've got a job for you as well." There should be 13 chickens, but there's one missing. We don't know where it's sleeping. Can you try and find where it's sleeping? So I'm walking around this village trying to find a fucking chicken. And there's only 12 chickens. And then the second day, I planned to have like a nice long country walk. I was going to maybe, you know, write some of my novel, you know, do all the kind of things that a wanker in the countryside would do. But it pissed with rain all day. I couldn't get a fire started because it turns out that's a skill I don't have. <laughs> I spent the whole day sitting in bed with two duvets because I was so fucking cold. <laughs> My friend said, help yourself to any food. There was no food there. I took a box of pasta and that was all I had to eat. <laughs> I was a ton of chicken. Yeah. Well, the Probably would have had to said, get a fire going. Yeah. The chickens lay eggs, help yourself to eggs. And I've got to admit, I was too freaked out to use a fresh egg from a chicken. Does that resonate? Why? Because why? Do I have to do anything? Uh, what if it's impregnated it? You cook it. Well, crack crack <laughs> it and cook it. <laughs> don't like the idea of it coming impregnated? out of it. <laughs> well, then you'll grow a chicken inside of you and then you'll give birth to a chicken. Oh, I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. Yeah, which you can then eat. <laughs> and then on the second day... Uh, I think this is... Uh, I want to I know more I'm going to send this. you a video. It's, it's, it's a few minutes long, but um, I'll send it to our group. Terry on a farm. And the second day, it was. It, it got so cold it was snowing. That I'm walking around trying to gather these chickens up, and the chickens don't. The chickens are like in a little shelter place. They don't want to go into their hut, but they've got to go in the hut because the foxes will get them. So I've got to chase these fucking chickens around. My shoelaces are undone and just like going all around chicken shit. The chickens. I get two chickens in, and then the three just kind of come back out. I'm swearing at these chickens, and I'm trying to film it because I thought it'd be funny for Instagram, but actually it's quite harrowing because I'm just really fucking <laughs> swearing at these chickens. And I put them all away and put 12 chickens away. The 13th, 13th one's gone. I think it's dead because I hadn't seen it for the whole three days I was there. And then on a Christmas miracle, the third day, I opened the chicken thing in the morning. 13 chickens come out. So either the missing chicken was Whoa. already in there or one of the eggs did have a chicken. What the grew <laughs> in a day to a full-fledged chicken. I can't wait to see. This would be like an, a, a, an alternative. You should pitch it to Netflix as yeah. like a rival to Clarkson's Farm, like hipster on a German <laughs> farm. A British hipster on a German farm. I would watch the hell out of that. It was brilliant. Chica, what's going on with you? So last podcast, I had to dash off. I had to do uh, sort of a rite of passage trip to A&E. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Thank you very much, Terry. Thanks for your checking <clears throat> up. Um, the other guys did, uh, but, you know... <laughs> Yeah, we did. Hang on, anyway. I thought we were doing that kind of. Sure we did it on a group okay. chat, so I didn't think this is like when you, there's a whip round at an office, and then you find out people are buying individual presents. <laughs> I thought <laughs> yeah. that I was absolved of responsibility because we. I don't want to ruin the story, but you're, you're all okay. Uh, or like on a on a WhatsApp group where you say happy birthday and you think it's all right. I was like late in the day, but it's, I'm still the first one. But then you found out that actually everyone else said happy birthday early in the morning. I don't even do that. I wait for somebody else to do that at quarter to nine at night, and then I just like the comment. So I went to um, A and E to check there was uh, some problems with breathing but you know just a small one and the bit that I will I will always remember is the doctor put on this video to distract him the, ba- the, the baby, baby and um, okay. it was a, it was like a cartoon or something and she was explaining what was wrong with him 
but the video was so loud that like we couldn't hear what she was saying. So she was say she was going on about whatever it was, and we were just like, uh huh, you know, with this cartoon in the background. So, but it's fine now. So you know. Wow. So as far as you're concerned, it might have been diagnosed by Hey Dougie or something like that. Maybe whoever that is. So let's head over to Listener's Corner, which looks very different this year. Firstly, it's been reprofiled, and secondly, it doesn't have Mick Schumacher crashing into it. So we weren't sure if we were going to be talking about Max Verstappen that much this year, as he seemed certain to waltz off with the championship. But we needn't have worried, as Red Bull took to have their hands full, stopping him tearing the team apart with pretty ruthless nonsense. There was complaining, ignoring of team orders, and very little sportsmanship when Perez won. Keith Russell says Max complained of a whining noise, but it turns out it was his radio echo. Daniel Foster said Perez being told to slow down, knowing Max would catch him and telling Red Bull he wouldn't was fun. Not quite multi 21, but there's hope left. Colin Wilkes has a press release for us for immediate media release. The Verstappen family have become brand ambassador for lemons. And Andy Holmes said, (laughs) you find yourself amazed that Max is actually the more likeable Verstappen. Has anyone checked all the petrol stations lately? Well, the petrol stations works on two levels, doesn't it? Because on one level, it's a story of Max being left to walk home from a petrol station. And the other story is (laughs) Josh Verstappen was once very much on fire, thanks to a lot of petrol. (laughs) It's so hard to like Max Verstappen. Yeah. Like... He's really good, but he's such a dick. Mm. I, I, I'd be really genuinely intrigued to hear from the diehard Verstappen fans. But like, he's he's got so okay many. He's got You're so fine many. With him just being it like, isn't just people like him, Phil. Yeah, but he makes. I it wonder so if yeah. there will be slightly less like orange as the years go on. Fewer, maybe. He drove brilliantly, coming from fifteenth to second. But all I can think about now is just how much of a dick he was. To get second, is going. Oh, no, well, the thing is, there's such a thing as a bad loser, and the thing is, Max Verstappen's a bad winner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. He's he's not great when he wins, so let alone yeah. when he loses, he's really an ass. And then he gets his dad involved in it as well. And there's that clip that you sent me, Terry. I don't know if you want to describe oh, it. Oh, it's I fucking seen amazing. It. So it's the if you haven't seen it, it's when they're all celebrating at like Park Fairway bit when you know Perez is there like getting cugs from all the mechanics. <laughs> Joss Verstappen has just stood there, stony-faced, looking like he could kill somebody. <laughs> because how dare Perez win a race? That wasn't in the fucking deal. How yeah. dare this pathetic... Back- and I don't know what's going on, but this is ridiculous. But this is going to add some spice to the, the season, spice, back, because this was going to be so boring. Well, I mean, there's spice going on behind, but like in terms of up the, top, up the front, like it's going to be between... I mean, loosely, it's going to be between Verstappen and Perez. It's not. It's going to be Verstappen. But like Perez is, in fairness, gave it a pretty good go this week. Didn't do much wrong. Um, you know, had 14 places between him and Verstappen and still managed to beat him by four seconds, whatever it was. The inter-team rivalry, the fact that the company is going through all sorts of strife in the wake of the death of Dietrich Mateschitz, the fact that they're going to have to try and control these two drivers that are increasingly not going to like each other and one of their dads, possibly... What's Perez's dad like? Is he all right? I don't know much about him. Okay, fine. Um, and and also the fact that they have less testing because of their cheating. I think it's going to get it's going to get spicier as we go into the season. Ooh. I'm quite looking forward to seeing how that all goes from a sort of... I just love the drama. I, mean, I do hope that Max Verstappen 
Do you remember when Lewis Hamilton fired his dad? This is, yes. I think, by the end of the year, Joss is going to get fired. I think he needs. He's got. He needs to. Max. Oh, I think he's too scared. Of him no, I reckon he's going to fire his dad, and then Max Verstappen is going to become the loveliest driver, and he'll become my favourite driver. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hell of a turnaround. The whole time is just the, the puppet strings of his father. Like, I don't want to be like this. this. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Actually, he's a lovely, lovely boy behind be like the this. scenes. Daddy makes me say all these nasty things. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think what I deserve the championship in twenty twenty one. But Christian and Daddy get together and tell me. <laughs> what if he fires Yoss and gets Anthony <gasps> Hamilton as his new manager? Who's Who's another well. celebrity F one dad? <laughs> Keke Rosberg. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> in the battle of who wins, apart from. The Red Bull. It was another good weekend for Fernando Alonso. Eventually, having failed to park in the right place for the start, he got a five-second penalty and then followed it up with a ten-second penalty when his team touched his car too soon during the pit stop. However, that was later rescinded, and Alonso held on to third place after his teammate retired and brought out a safety car. Philip Morby said. The most questionable safety car to aid Alonso since Singapore, 2008. Ben Turnbull says, penalty issued for being a little bit left in Saudi Arabia. Nothing changes. Uh-huh. Tim Renler doesn't think it will last. He said, you know that look Joss Verstappen had in his face when Perez won? That is how Lawrence Stroll will look at Alonso by the end of the season. And I can't wait. Classic F1. I mean, first of all, I want to just agree with the Singapore thing. Because there was a moment watching the race where it's just like... Hang on, Alonso's teammate has just crashed and there's a safety car at a street circuit and now Alonso's going to... What? what? And there was a moment. <laughs> and, it, and he started yeah, in 15th. There was a moment when I was just like... No, because... What I, what I think... Because obviously that couldn't, that wouldn't happen. But at the same time, there's a bit of me going... Alonso's ego is that much that if he thought that would help, he's probably going, look, guys, in the, in the briefing before the race... This has worked for me once before. Trust me. <laughs> so I've got one last job. <laughs> and yeah, it was very funny. But then the penalty was just hilarious. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Did, I mean, it's not like Alonso doesn't know how to drive. Whatever you think of him over the past 20 years, he's, he knows how to drive. Surely he knows where to put his car on the grid. He's done it a well, few he, times. Yeah, he started, hasn't he started the most races of all drivers? Well, currently, definitely currently racing. It must he's be currently well, must be yeah. right up there. Sure. So there's, there's, well I can I can empathise with him. Parking is very difficult. <laughs> but this isn't parking, is it? <laughs> it's just, just stopping. <laughs> it's like stopping at the traffic lights. <laughs> it's not. It's not like getting somewhere and then like they have to <laughs> have to parallel park into their grid. Although if they did, I'd be in, I'd be up for it as like a trial, as an alternative if to all the, of the cars races. were facing the other way. They had to do a three point turn. <laughs> <laughs> But also, um, can we talk about the actual giving the penalty? Because this is... I didn't realise this, and so maybe we should have noticed this from last the other week with Ocon getting all those penalties. But I didn't know they have to self-police the five-second penalty at the pit stop. Yeah, they have, to, they have to have somebody on the team when they come in. From when they stop to when they start, they have to time it, but the FI is also timing it, and if you've gone too soon, they'll but it's like, It does seem stupid than both timing it, doesn't it? Why don't you just have someone yeah, yeah, what you from the FIA coming down get, and well, say... Yeah. 
Well, the FIA is like, I'm not. We're not going to do your job for you. You have to do it. We'll That's just fucking ridiculous. Because otherwise, if, if we go that logic to the to the end, we're like, well, what's the point of having timing screens? It's just at the end, go. Yeah, I think I was five seconds ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt like five seconds, didn't it? Yeah. You want <laughs> the FIA to be there, and you want to have like a light that goes on when they can touch the car. <laughs> it's just they're doing it like it's fucking musical statues. It's like right, one, two, three, go. <laughs> One elephant, no, two. No, I'm all right with it, but I, I've, I, I think they should have to do it by without any kind of modern technology. They should literally have to do one elephant, or they have a really old-fashioned cuckoo clock and it just goes boop, 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 and then they can go. Um, but also, you, you would think um, Aston Martin, you know, okay, new team, but it's basically the same old team that's been around for a very long time. They must know the rules that you're not allowed to touch the car before. Yeah, but did you hear how you they go. got the rule, the the penalty overturned? Yeah, precedent. As yeah, they had a dossier of seven other times when <laughs> other teams had touched the back of the car and didn't get penalised. Oh. They got that they've been planning yeah. this. This is they part, must. This have. is part of the Alonso slyness. He's he's probably got all these things. That's what he does at the weekend when there's no race. He's watching. Oh, the he must have a massive file in his huge house, like a huge, great archive of every single time that the rules yeah, yeah. haven't quite been upheld. The guy didn't do anything. He can, he's got an amazing filing system that he can just find it. Yeah, the rear jack was touching the car, and that's uh, which again. And they keep saying touching the it's car, and it makes me just think of those stupid quiz shows where it's like you got to keep your hand on a car for 15 hours, and it's just like <laughs> maybe they should do that. That's the penalty. If they did it again, All that would the be the next penalty. All the engineers have to have their hand on a car, on the car for five seconds, and then they've got to take their hands off the car. But if they can lead the car onto the end of the race, they win or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they want to holiday to the Maldives. <laughs> and finally, on this, finally oh, it was just this, very I think silly. they should. With, obviously, we're, everyone was very sad about the Grid Girls going years ago. Boo hoo. I mean, were we, we weren't because we're right on. But. I think they should bring in lap dancers because they're very good at saying no touching. <laughs> in other news, is Lewis Hamilton considering the possibility of leaving Mercedes? Probably fucking should be, says Toto Wolf. The team principal said the team had to give Hambo a car capable of winning a championship. And if we cannot demonstrate that we're able to give him a car in the next couple of years, then he needs to look elsewhere he said. I don't think he's doing it at that stage, but I will have no grouch if that happens in a year or two. <sighs> Sorry, Chica, could you do that yes. again, but in the voice of Toto Wolf, please? Yes. Um, I can't do it, and, but I love yours. If we cannot demonstrate that we're able to give him a car in the next couple of years, then he needs to look everywhere. I don't think he's doing it at that stage, but I'll have no grouch if that happens in a year or two. So, yeah, what do you think about this? Mercedes Hamilton is it. griping that he's not been listened to because he said the car should be this shape and the engineers are gone oh shut your pretty face yeah. um, we know what shape the car should be oh it turns out it should be your shape <laughs> I really feel for Lewis because he should have I mean, look, look not to open old wounds but he should have got eight world championships no no uh, yeah yeah open them and up. I think if he'd, have had, if he'd had eight world championships by now he may have retired or he may be on his like swan song kind of thing but now I think he wants to stay in F1 to win the eighth I think it's now going to be a long time coming and it's just getting a bit sad. He doesn't want to bow out with mm. uh, Michael Massey's hand, doesn't he? He doesn't want that to be the point when exactly. the glory stopped. It's like, I want it to be, I want to fade out on How my many own. drivers have not been because somebody fucked up? And it doesn't. Mm. But to be honest, I mean, this weekend he was he was not on Russell's pace, really, was Shitty he? So, Russell, was maybe it's getting to him. Yes. <laughs> Do we? It's a t-shirt. Okay. The George Russell t-shirt's <laughs> only coming brown because he's such a shit. 
Wow. All right. Do you want to talk about that now? Or should we save that for the teams? <laughs> okay. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1's sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1's sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we are right, then why not buy us a beer? Uh, thanks to everyone that has actively celebrated our hard truths. They are Isabel Hubert Lyle, who says, Bless your podcast for warming my cold, cold heart. I live on the Canadian prairies. Our winters are 10 months long, if not 13. That is cold. That's a long time to cram the other months, a short time to cram the other months. I don't understand into. living on Canadian dogs. No, not the prairie dogs, like the big fields. Very big, big fields. dogs. Big yes. dog fields. Cold, cold dogs. Robert Freeman. Robert, free. It wasn't free, but we salute you for paying man. for our beer. They should call you Robert Beer Man. Jade Estabio. Well, we hope we've got the pronunciation of your name right, Before Jade. Thank we, you. Um, thank Jade. Can someone tell me which way they are? What I'm asking is, can someone show me the way to Jadis the Field? Sam Dunn. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sam. Sam Dunn is the noise I make when I've done a Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what? And a huge thanks to our monthly donors keeping us in beer long time. And today we celebrate Jason R. Bradley, David Findlay, yeah. Gabriel Rosencoater. Michael, are you going to say yes. words? Yeah, what noises? Say? Just, just noises. Okay. Michael Rigby, Paul Hewings, mm. Yay. and Marble127. Join Ooh, them all. Stick it right up. <laughs> My previous record was Marble126. <laughs> Join them. Can we get Norris McWhorter on the line? I can't believe I'm asking people to sponsor us after that. (laughs) Please give us money. Sponsor? It's not a fucking swim. (laughs) You're there talking about putting marbles up your bum. Join them. Join them all. Exactly. FF1S.com forward slash pint pint. This is a good time for a sound effect. Red, Bull and yellow and alpine, pink and blue, Ferrari and papaya and other ones too. I can see a rainbow, but don't say rainbow or the Saudis will cancel you. Does that go a bit GB news? Red Bull. Team radio and parents' facial expressions show just how strained this team's relationship is this early in the season. Last year, Verstappen's mum accused Perez of cheating on his wife. How dirty do you think they're going to play this year? I, I think it's really going to go foot on honey trap. I think they're going to they're going to get Nelson PK Junior to put a wig on and then get Perez to fuck her, <laughs> him. Oh wow! And then in the bed, it'll be like Jos Verstappen will be waiting there, like on fire because that's what he does. But what if they're doing it both ways and it actually turns out to be Jos and Nelson? <laughs> Like they both think they're playing a trick on each other. And it turns out that this illicit get-together where they were honey-trapping Max <laughs> actually turns out that neither Max nor Kelly are there. And it actually just means that Jos and Nelson Piquet Jr. are having a thing. And it no, goes I in all the papers. Yoss and Christian Horner. 
Well, he'll no, be there. And then Adrian Newby in the, the, the room behind the one-way glass going, yet so again, slippery. my plan came to get <laughs> so slippery. That's what oh, he says in the wind tunnels. Could I just tunnels, blow but... some smoke on your oh. face? Oh, I love it. Oh, fuck <laughs> oh yeah. Quick, put, oh, put it I can't get it up and I should put the air dryer on. Oh, God. Is he northern? I don't know. Yeah, take bits of happen. wool to, to you. Otherwise, just, it just doesn't do anything for me. Oh, is that Flovis? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> put a put a rake on me. I'm done. <laughs> oh, that's all of my aero knowledge gone. <laughs> oh, open the DRS flap. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming uh, through. Open, open my flaps. What? <laughs> oh. Oh, is that the Coanda effect? Some people say that me? we're a one-joke podcast that's lost it, but I think we've just <laughs> reformed ourselves. <laughs> I actually had a dream about Formula One oh. after the race, which never happens. Mm. And my dream was really weird. It was actually about Jos Verstappen. But the only thing I can remember from the dream is that he slept in a bed with a Max Verstappen duvet cover on. <laughs> <laughs> and when I woke up, it felt entirely <laughs> believable. <laughs> See, I don't think I don't think he cares enough about his son for that. I, I think, think be, he doesn't care yeah. about his son. His son is the is for him to get the glory. I think Max has the. No, I reckon Max though. There's no, I, I think I it's the other way Jos- around. Max Verstappen has a, a daddy duvet. We think Max has a Jos Verstappen, mm. or like a thirty-five-year-old duvet yeah. that's just been kicking around, and that would suggest well, that. Well, yes, I it is. think that they don't care about money, the Verstappens. They just care about winning. That's all they care about. So there's probably a whole bunch of Max Verstappen merch just knocking around their caravan they share together. And there's just I bet there's just like Verstappen cups full of mould and yeah, he sleeps in a Verstappen duvet because he just got it out of the bag and jizzes off into a Verstappen cat. Cat? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Max Verstappen cat. A bit weird. Aston Martin. He had two penalties, his podium taken away from him, then given back to him, and he must be over the moon. Who cares what happened? Look where he finished. Last year, he didn't even finish. No one expected this to happen. Is Alonso chuffed? Now, yes. In five or six races' time, I think regular podiums are not going to be enough for him, and he will start getting angry. Oh, really? And then the cracks will start showing because he'll start criticising the team. And then Lauren Stroll will say, don't you criticise my team. He says, well, I wouldn't criticise the team if it wasn't for your son. And then then the fireworks I'm will starting to think that the criticism won't happen this year. I think it's going to oh, be reckon? a honeymoon year because he'll just he's so happy being back at the, near the top. And I reckon he will win a couple of races this year. But next year, they no. will... Well, actually, maybe if Red Bull yeah, do... If there's a multi-21, who's going to be there in third place waiting for the win when Perez and Verstappen take each mm-hmm. other out? Oh, you, you, I bet you it's oh. strong. It'll be Sod's law. It'll be Alonso's no, law. It'll, when that happens and the two Red Bulls take Hamilton, each other. Yes. It'll be fucking <laughs> This week, Stroll was a bit shit and no one mentioned his wrists. I reckon that's what made him good. They should break his wrists every week. That's old news. They well, they keep moving the story on. Like last week, it was Stroll's wrist. Previous week, it was Felipe Drogovic. There'll be a new story next week that we will have forgotten Fine. about. Mercedes. It was a heartbreaking race for us to watch. Hamilton didn't even bother to put up a fight against Verstappen, and Russell thought that Alonso hadn't served his penalty, but he had. And then he was third, but only for a bit. Do you think Toto Wolff is good at cuddles? <laughs> I don't know if they're cuddles. I think they're like proper. Yeah, bear no, hugs. I think if you get held by Toto, you know you've been held. 
Yeah, and you're not getting out unless oh. unless he's ready for you to get With out. With that crisp white shirt rubbing against your back. Yeah. Yeah, that's all he wears. You can feel the, the embroidery of the Petronas logo just like scratching against your shoulder. Being, being, being embossed into your skin as he pulls you so tight that you're literally sponsored by the time he's finished. And then he'll tenderly take off his glasses and you know it's wolf time. <laughs> that's what he shouts. Wolf. It's wolf time! Yeah, wolf. yeah. yeah. Probably in German. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. He must have been quite good at the cuddles because George Russell, consider it... Well, he was in really... Did you see the interview with him afterwards when he found out he'd got third no, and then lost it again? He was he was in really good... He was in really good spirits. He was like, oh, that's a shame for Alonso. And then he was like, oh, it's, oh well, it's all right. He should have had it. It's a bit of an unexpected loving between no, Alonso no, and Russell. No, no, no. That radio message at the start where... That's when we saw the real George Russell. Where he was like, I've got to make up time to get... Because Alonso's got a penalty! I've got to make up the seconds! And they were like, um, Alonso's taken his penalty. And he's like, oh, that would have been good information to know. You could have fucking told me, you dicks. Oh, my God, I look so stupid now. Oh, no, now my public persona's ruined because people have seen that I'm actually right. Of course, they don't actually play the full uh, transcript that you just read. Oh, no, that right? was... On the, that on the broadcast, the they just clipped it up a little bit, yeah. That was, the <laughs> that was verbatim. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be honest, in the heat of the battle, he was like, I must win at all costs, mm. even though he's not going to. But when he finishes, he's probably like, actually, I didn't expect to be up there in the Mercedes because it's there not was... fast. And he trounced yeah, but there was Hamilton a bit where they were trying race, to get so. to stop the order, and Russell was being a bit of a dick about that as well. Come on, play the team, he's play a, he's the a team racing game driver. while the team's going shit, and then you'll have more mm -hmm. cash in the bank when you are you can win a race. That's, just, that's, that's what the they phrase. say. If you don't... That's the T-shirt <laughs> we've got coming out next week. And so, how much of this improvement has is to do with their? Or is it development philosophy? I don't think anything yet. I think well, what's happened this week is that the Ferraris have been unexpectedly shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Unexpectedly. Well, no. I'm sorry. No, completely expectedly. We expected Ferrari to be shit in a kind of procedural way, you know, but not the, the Ferrari car should be quick. We're, we're actually recording this quite soon after the race for us. It's sort of 24 hours after the race. And I haven't had a chance to go through the details of the strategy yet. But did they not slightly fuck up the strategy which allowed, uh, from memory, Stroll? I mean, you're asking that as if I pay attention to strategy, which I've never done once. Cause sure. It's really I, th I think... Sure. Have you not been on the F1 strategy podcast? Haven't we all yeah. on it? Have we all I been once on it? On it I can't I realise at that point I have <laughs> such little interest in strategy. <laughs> <laughs> He just wanted to talk about Alonso. Well, they were asking. The guy was asking questions um, about like pits, and, like and there was a bit where they had all the tires and the soft and the hard tires. And I was like, I literally, this is like when someone tells me their name and it goes out the other side. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had a mixture oh, of the soft oh, and God, the hard so and poor. the mediums, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, it, uh, the safe safety car that didn't go that well for. Uh, for them, did it? Didn't it? I don't know. Maybe. Sounds like a strategy question, Chief. Oh, not God, this is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. Well, let's move on to Ferrari then, as clearly our Mercedes isn't really going anywhere. Ferrari. Um, <laughs> it's an analogy so for If we're going to talk team, about yeah. strategy, Leclerc was a massive bitch over the radio, which earned him a whole new <laughs> level of respect from me. Was this just a bad weekend in terms of, 
of his temper or is this the new Leclerc? Can you can you elucidate on on what you mean by him being a massive bitch? Which which bit in particular? He was just I can't remember any specific bits. I just remember hearing him just slagging people off on the radio. I mean, he's he's been doing that for. Well, a couple yeah, there of was a the bit now, where they were like, "Oh, Hamilton's going to come out of the pits." By the way, they're like, "Could you not tell me that before?" And they're like, "Well, we're telling you it now, aren't we?" And you didn't ask. Mm. <laughs> it's. I mean, they do appear to be quite a hapless pit crew. You remember the whole thing? Was it Monaco last year where they were like a, 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 a box, box, box? I said, "Oh, fuck, stay out, stay out!" And he balls it. All so up. maybe he's maybe uh, he's and uh, this is just continuation of that. I think he's just yeah. fed up of their shit. So his temper is. I think he's realised he's just in a terrible team. How long is his contract well, with them again? Another Car. twenty years. It's a well, million is, years. This year, everyone has realised they're in a shit team except for Verstappen <laughs> Alonso. and Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even and even well, I don't know. Even Verstappen's not happy because he's like, it's a good team, but it's not doing absolutely. Yeah. Oh, everything I'm only I winning by miles. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I mean Ferrari are just it's just more Ferrari. I was watching the um, F1 TV coverage, which, by the way, you don't need a VPN for this year. Just saying. Last year it was very aggressive about the VPN, but this year there's not. That might be a Germany thing. I'm not sure. But um, on the kind of grid walk that the F1 TV guy does, they were interviewing um, Freddie Vasily, and I finally saw his sense of humour because they were like, "Oh, what tyres are you going to have with the car?" And he was like, "Oh, you'll find out in five minutes." And they're like, "What tyres do you think the Red Bull have got with the car?" And he's like, "Oh, you'll find out in five minutes." And it was just like he's got the kind of sense of humour of like a dad who steals your nose. He's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, he just uh, I keep hearing he's actually quite but a fun also I don't guy. think Ferrari yeah. want needs fun. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's got the kind of fun kind of mafia kind of you know like Joe Pesci kind of vibe where he's just like, Oh everything's fun, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you're fired. Do you fear it's gonna be a little bit too much like that Robin Williams comedy where he's a doctor with sick kids? It's like that's that's not the kind of comedy with Awakening. What was it called? Can't remember. Jumanji. He was a doctor. They're a little terminally ill kids. Patch Adams. That was the one. It's a bit too much like that. He's Patch Adams. He's coming. And he's giving all these kids hope, but we know they're going to die. I think actually, if, if there's anyone that would play him in a film, it would be Steve Carell. <laughs> I would watch a Steve Carell. Well, maybe that's the Brad Pitt film. That would be Will so Ferrell good. Is Martin Brundle doing his grid walks? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Carell is Freddie Vasily. Who'd be Christian Horner? Yeah, Owen Wilson yeah. is Julian Palmer. Christian Horner would be. Um, uh, Bill Nye. Danny DeVito. No, Danny DeVito would be Jerry Hornet. <laughs> Alpine. Points all round. They switched around their goodness. This uh, this one, Alcon was better mm-hmm. than Gasly. Do you remember in testing, they um, were going like, I'll tell you what, Alpine, they've kept their car turned down. They might be the third fastest car. Oh, they, they're looking good. They're looking confident because they're not doing any glory runs. They're, they're the ones to watch. Are they? Fuck. Well, they got po- they've both got points, which is better than... Well, obviously half the yeah, but worse teams. than uh, worse than half it's all right. teams as well. Yeah, yeah that's fine. what a Formula One team. That's, that that'd be the uplifting film. Oh, what we're going to do? We're going to get we're going to put all these millions in, and we're going to do all this work and design a car, and it's going to be you know fine. <laughs> yeah, eighth and ninth. But you know they didn't get any ridiculous penalties. Ocon redeemed himself and was better than Gasly this time. Although Gasly bashed into Piastri oh, at yeah. the start, didn't he? I don't know if he got damage as well or really? if he lost a couple of places. But other than that, no. Un- unremarkable. I'd say solid. Ben- benchmark. Mm-hmm. Middle of the pack. 
Which they'd be happy with. No, they won't be happy with it at all. They'll, they'll yeah, but they're, they're not going to get they podiums. Be... Come on. No, no, no. Of they, course. they thought they were. That's why they're not going to happen. Because they really thought they were. Yeah. They were very cautiously optimistic. And they should have been more cautious. Less optimistic. Yeah. They should have been really cautiously pessimistic. More optimistically cautious. Pessimistically <laughs> wanton. Alfa Romeo. Bottas was right at the back for most of Sunday with some damage. But also, no one really noticed. Is it time for Valtteri 96.0 to hang up his helmet on his mullet? Well, he had it in testing. Didn't he have a helmet that had a mullet on it? Oh. Which was pretty good. It was like a helmet that just had a print of his face and his hair and his moustache on it, which was pretty good. But he's not kept it. That is a shame because that is the kind of thing I've always wanted is drivers to have a helmet with their face on. That was one of my old state of F1s. Just to have <laughs> yeah, exactly. their giant face on the <laughs> <laughs> He's clearly a fan. Hi, Valtteri, please listening. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he was he was not good this weekend, and and Joe uh, kind of mullered him really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The beard didn't work. The mullet hasn't worked. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb here and hair. say I don't think he's going to be in that Audi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's looking it's looking bad for for the four rings. Oh, has he got marbles as well? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yes. Magnuson got the final point, which interestingly is their first point. I mean, again, it's just it's nothing, is it? It's just mm. this was the year when they had the money, they they're on the budget cap, the blah blah blah, the this the this, and just shit, just shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disappoint. Magnuson was best this week, but they're actually closer to but each I other than I thought they'd. The Haas, ha, 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 needs a fucking Piastri, a Nor- Norris, Norris. Or a Piastri to make that car look anywhere near good. I think it's being driven by two journeymen drivers who don't wouldn't know fast if it came up and popped a marble in their bum. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've both driven for reasonable and they've teams both been fired by reasonable teams. McLaren. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, average drivers in a slightly below mm-hmm. average car. You're going to get average Correct. to below average results. McLaren Piastri hit Gasly and Norris hit the wing mirror that fell off, which damaged his wing mirror. So it's pretty much a complete waste of time. This has been a nightmare, hasn't it? Really, really but bad. <laughs> Piastri looks better than Norris. Yes. He does look better than I was. I'm going to yeah, give it a few Nor- more races, which I think is my classic, my classic Norris, stance. Yeah, he, but he, had a, he had a bit of damage and everything, but at the same time, Norris did hit the wall <coughs> in qualifying. That was that was pretty bad. He did. Yeah, it's it's a very bad car. I mean, it, what, I'll, I'll come back to the drivers in a minute, but did you see there were some bits on the straight um, where they were chasing the Williams and Piastri and Norris were right behind Sargent and... With DRS open on the straights, they still couldn't get anywhere near it. They're oh so God, slow in a straight line. Like, really slow in a straight line. No wonder the car's so shit. So, yeah, they're not slippery, as, oh. as Adrian Newey would uh, would say. But, yeah, the drivers... Uh, it doesn't help when you've got a terrible car and your drivers are making mistakes. Like, I thought the Piastri one I saw on board was unlucky. And you could argue that the Norris one was unlucky that he got hit by the debris. But then, as you say, yeah, Norris dinged it in qualifying which isn't good but uh, again he's he's trying to absolutely hustle the 
shitbox, you know, and he's ringing it so close to the edge that he's going over the edge too much. It's a horrible position for them to be in. I don't really see how they're going to get out of it. Well, hopefully mm. with lots of updates, because no one else is doing that. Yeah, podium by, what do we reckon? Ooh. Maybe maybe <laughs> Barcelona? You can get it in green. Alpha Tauri. Alpha Tauri. Poor on you, he nearly hung on for a point, but the car isn't very good. Can they borrow more bits from Red Bull? Legally. So I no. saw a graph on Twitter and some conspiracy theory, which I haven't looked into, but I believe fully, which <laughs> is that the aero gains from this year to last, or last year to this, Red Bull have got double anyone else. Everyone else is kind of the same, apart from Alpha Tauri, who've had almost no gains. And the thing was, have... Um, have somehow Red Bull been getting around the rules and been allocating all of Alpha Tower's wind tunnel time to Red Bull? Which is obviously impossible. I'm sure that can't be done, but oh, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Uh, did we, have we, talk, oh, we haven't got it in the script, but did we talk last week about them maybe selling Alpha Tower? I, I think you didn't, didn't have time we? to talk about it, so we talked about it for ages. Did we not? I can't remember. Um, but for the sake of let's mention it briefly now, they are. there's rumours that they are considering selling. Uh, Red Bull are considering selling AlphaTauri because there's new management after Dietrich Mateschitz died, and they're like, "Why do we need a second team that doesn't do very well?" Maybe this is why to to get all the they just harvest their organs. Maybe they do and live off them like parasites. God, maybe they do. They keep them in the basement <laughs> and bleed them dry like the vampires. And then Yuki just wakes up in a bath full of ice. And it's <laughs> yeah. and there's a what's that film? And there's a phone and it says, "Ring this number, call an ambulance, call nine nine nine. We've just taken your kidneys." Is it oh. sore or something, or hostile oh. or something like that? That gave me nightmares when I was younger because <laughs> I thought I was going to wake. I thought I was going to wake what, up with a bath full of ice. It would be, <laughs> be so really cold. cold, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 I don't think that was the takeaway. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Williams Alban got terminal brake problems, which just sounds like a description of Williams' performance since 2018. If your life was a mechanical failure, what would it be? I think a My massive accident. <laughs> My body is in pretty good nick, I have to say. <laughs> At time but of I writing. Think... You know when Boemi braked for a corner in is it China and both his front wheels pinged off? <laughs> I think that would be... After the week I've had, that's what this week feels like. Aww. I think... Actually, I do fart a lot, so I'd just be like blue smoke coming out. You know, like in the... <laughs> You know, the engines let go. You know, in the old days when <laughs> it would be a big plume of smoke that would all kind of whirl around itself. Yeah, yeah. Where the oil yeah, just yeah. goes into the exhaust and, and then followed by a fire. I woke myself up with a fart. <laughs> I've been on. Look, I've been on. I've been trying to eat healthy. I've been on quite a healthy diet of lots of vegetables and everything. And I woke. I farted so loudly. I woke myself up. <laughs> all of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place, it's Max Verstappen with Fastest Prick Award. In second place, it's Sergio Perez with Most Deluded Award. You're not going to win this year, Sergio. You're just not. Fernando Alonso is in third place with his No Touching Award. Carlos Sainz is fourth with the... I'm not sure I'm on fourth either award. Um, you've you've unlocked Weave Enough to Make a Basket Award. It's Lewis Hamilton in fifth. Most Unlikable Award. It's sixth place with George Russell. He's Shitter with Good Wrists Award. It's Lance Stroll in seventh place. The saying... <laughs> Saying fucking eighth award, it's Charlie Clerk in eighth. Bogan of the year is Valtteri Bottas in ninth place. And in tenth place, it's the least French French driver award. It's Esteban Ocon. And in eleventh place, it's the most French French driver award. It's Pierre Gasly. In twelfth place, it's the worst balls award. It's Kevin Magnussen. And in thirteenth place, the best hair of 2023 award. It's Alexander Albon. And for the constructors, this year's Red Bull 
is going to be a bit like the 2016 Mercedes, I think, in car and also in driver falling apart. So, what other teams were old teams once, would they be? Aston Martin, in second place, is the 1990 Tyrrell, a pucky little youngster. The Mercedes is the 2012 McLaren, dominant force gone shit. Ferrari are the 2022 Ferrari, good car gone shit. Alpine are the 2009 Renault, oh, remember when Renault were good. Alfa Romeo, a 1989 Brabham, a nice name, but fucking shit. Has the 2005 Sauber, also shit, there's a theme here. And Williams are 1996 Minardi. Shit. Or any Minardi. (laughs) Exactly. And now, the man of the match of driving. Yos Fernando Alonso. Oh. Oh. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Someone on Twitter had a go at me when I posted that clip of Jos Verstappen looking all moody as Perez celebrated. With, and I'd written the quote, someone's walking home tonight. And this person replied, yeah, let's not joke about someone's trauma. And I'm conflicted because I'm an ardent F1 fan and I always need drivers to love, brackets, Alonso Hamilton, close brackets, and to hate, open brackets, Verstappen and fucking George fucking Russell, close brackets. And it's easy to forget that, especially with the younger drivers born in a helmet-shaped Petri dish, that these are actually people. But then again, are either of the Verstappens a person, really? The last time I saw Jos Verstappen looking that pissed off in a pit lane, he was on fire. Jos's reaction and Max's subsequent quotes at coming second in his dominant car, saying, oh, personally, I'm not happy because I'm not here to be second. You have to do a recovery race. I don't mind doing it, but when you're fighting for a championship, and especially when it looks like it's just between two cars, we have to make sure that both the two cars are reliable. And it strikes me that this is very different to the kind of messages to the factory we've heard from Lewis in his Mercedes years. He wants to bring the team together to inspire. And Max only knows what daddy has taught him, and that's to bollock the factory until they get it right. If he had his way, he'd probably remotely make them all walk home through Milton Keynes of all places. (laughs) But don't worry, I have a solution. I kind of feel sad for Max. He's a double world F1 champion and also the 20th sexiest current F1 driver. And (laughs) And he seems so bloody unhappy. But also, I think this is our only chance of an interesting season. He and Dad alienate everyone in Red Bull so much that they start to booby-trap his car or purposely forget to tighten things up. So I'm torn. As someone who has suffered from both depression and daddy issues over my life, I'd like to genuinely offer to help Max. But also, his mental decline will really spice up the season. Maybe we should do a Twitter poll. I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) That is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about a new documentary uh, about uh, Gilles Villeneuve and Didier Peroni that I haven't watched yet, but I've recorded it and it looks good. So I'll try. Oh, and watch I thought it was about Jacques Villeneuve drinking a Peroni. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, sadly not. And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about the most insane graphic I've ever seen on Formula One, which was vote for the overtake of the month. <laughs> fucking month we're in like is it is it a calendar month is it a rolling month you have to remember when oh when was the bar race was that in march i can't fucking remember fuck off don't make me do the fucking maths of what fucking day is on there's already too many fucking races piss off and we'll be back in two weeks to do this do it do an australian in two weeks to discuss the australian grand prix Oh, right. oh, rip him, man. Without in any the Danny Ricardo, because he's going to be... 
going to be wanking off into a sock. (laughs) In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? FF1S.com forward slash shop shop shop. Thanks for listening. See you in a fortnight. I'm for Chigres. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.